You're listening to the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network, covering and creating all things creepy. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. Behold, it's the live show and podcast where we take a look back at the past week in the creepy kingdom. It's Welcome everyone to the Weekly Creepy. We have returned from Midsummer Screams Awaken the Spirits and tried to rest up briefly and um, I ate some Olive Garden and I feel like I'm set now. So let's grab uh, Johnny D and see how he feels. Oh, Johnny, wake up. Hey, hey. Sorry. Anyways, hey, how's it going? Welcome. How's it going? <laughs> it's time for the weekly creepy. It's time for the show. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, okay, cool. It's 8 o'clock, yeah. right? Yeah, it is. Okay. It's 8 o'clock, yeah. We pushed it back an hour so that we would be able to get ready because we spent the whole day at the convention. So, yeah, doing spooky stuff all day was a very lot of fun. Sp- no, also, very tiring mm-hmm. so um i like your new setup i know thank you you gotta so get much. some like spooky lighting back there because you have that beautiful like light colored background you used to look like you were sitting in a cave <laughs> i would have spooky uh background by now but um my... you just moved in no my anything to do died. with that <laughs> no my battery died i don't know why my battery died but I would have spooky, spooky, yuki, yuki. Next week. Yeah. Next Good week thing there's news. every Sunday. You have a chance every single Sunday. You're right. Every single Sunday. Wait, hold on. James writes, wake up, John. You have a show to do. I'm awake. Now he is. He's awake now. By the way, John was going to come over here and do. Oh, hi, Janine. Janine said, our spirits have awakened. I know. That's how exactly how I feel. Yeah, um, yeah Johnny was going to come over here and do the show. But when we were all talking, we hadn't even made it quite to the end of the event. And we were like, I think we kind of need to go home and, like, take naps or, like, yeah. eat and chill before we try to do this. Yeah, we're exhausted. Someday. Someday we'll do it live in person. I look forward to it because then we can have a party hardy. Party hardy, Marty. Oh, yeah, totally. That. Um, but, so do you guys, do you want to talk a little bit about what we were up to this weekend? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that'd be great. That'd be a great idea. <laughs> oh, I put together a little collage photo of some of the photos from the weekend. I was yeah. there Saturday, Sunday and that's all of us. Mr. Johnny D was there yes, uh, today with me and yeah, you got on the couch, the whole gang in here. Um, oh. we had a really fun time. There were a lot of cool photo ops. And yeah, there was so much to see. I had to do an inventory of the items I bought and that like my mom and Joe and I all got this weekend, like this morning to make sure we didn't like overspend today too. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I was going to show you guys, but I forgot to bring them in here. My mom got me a pair of strange cult shoes that have like the swamp monster on them. Oh, that's right. Cute. Oh, thanks, Janine. She said, y'all look creepy cool. That's what we go for. We're trying. Cool. Yeah. We don't always pull it off, but some some days we do a little better than others. We could be creepy sexy. 
but this time we're creepy cool. Yeah, we're creepy cool. I don't know. I don't know if I have it in me to be creepy sexy anymore. I'm too old for that. You know you can be creepy. <laughs> you can be creepy sexy. Come on, Sarah. Don't be a don't be a Hufflepuff. Joe's a Hufflepuff. Joe's a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Okay. I'm a Gryffindor. Uh, huh? I'm a Gryffindor. Um, Joe's a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, um, yeah. So some of the stuff, like the main stuff, I wanted to. Um, mm-hmm point out that we learned is uh, the LA Haunted Hayride is going to be back for the 2021 season. Um, There's still going to be at Griffith Park, but in a different location this time, uh, which they were kind of, it sounded like they were pretty excited about because they'll have a little more room to spread out and also more time to set up. Because I had seen on previous panels, they talked about how they had like 10 days to set up the entire event. When it was like multiple haunted houses and the hayride and everything. So they, yeah. um, with the new location move, they actually have a little more time to set up. They were really excited about that. Um, for Halloween Horror Nights, <laughs> Milady Macabre said, hey, I'm a Hufflepuff and quite creepy. Thank you very much. And a good day to you, too. <laughs> I, I mean, I married a Hufflepuff, so I think Hufflepuffs <laughs> are pretty cool. So, um, yeah. So anyway, for Halloween Horror Nights uh, here in Los Angeles, I... Uh, mm-hmm. The tram is back. They didn't announce a theme for it yet, but I know there's some people. Well, I feel like kind of some people are big fans of the tram, and some people are like, oh, I could take or leave the tram, give me more other mazes. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, some people were pretty excited about that. Um, and then there's a new scare zone at Fright Fest called the Dead Zone that's going to be like. Um, not like, based on the Stephen King uh, <laughs> novel? Not or that. It's going to be movie? like. It's going to be like a black light makeup and. Okay. Um, like stuff. It'll be fun. I, I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, I, so. I just want. I just want to see multiple Christopher Walkins. One of them, you know, the bed is on fire. I mean, you can make your own haunt if you want to, John. I would support you. <laughs> Thank you. You're such a sweetheart, Sarah. I would go there, and, and just if it wasn't good, I would try to give you <laughs> constructive criticism. All right. So the the many <laughs> scare the many the many scares of Christopher Walken. The yeah, do it. Is, the ice is gonna break. Oh my gosh. Well, um, I guess we should talk about one of the other highlights of today. Yes. Oh, and also Melanie McCobb writes more cowbell. <laughs> exactly. Indeed. I don't have one. I wish I I wish I did. I don't have a cowbell, unfortunately. You think I would? But I don't. I would, yeah, I would think you would. But um, yeah, so one of the big things that happened today uh, in the Creepy Kingdom world, we were all really excited to watch um, our fearless leader, James H. Carter II, host yeah. his first panel. He moderated the a visit to Resident Evil Village, um, mm. and he killed it. And the panel Absolutely. was so much fun. Uh, oh, Tanisha says, I'd go to John's Christopher Walken Hot. <laughs> all, all right. You have two people that would go. Tanisha, I love you so much. <laughs> you, you, you're you amazing. And James James wrote, John loves constructive criticism. <laughs> um, and then Janine finally writes, J- James H. Carter rocked the stage. He did rock the stage, right? So this was um, with... Becca Pruitt, the voice of Bella, Andy Norris, um, the voice or the mocap artist for Donna, and then Katie O'Hagan, the voice of Mia Winters. Um, they were fabulous. Like 
it was a really, really engaging panel that you can tell they all have, they were all vibing off each other. Everyone was enjoying themselves. It got like emotional at a, in a moment. Oh yeah. Um, it was really, it was really special. So I'm really proud of James for killing it. Um, he made us very proud. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. So yeah, anyway, we're, we're tired, but it was worth it. We had a great day and yep. now we're here to tell you about more. We're still in high spirits though. Yes, we are. Well, our, because our spirits were awoken, awakened, whatever, yeah. however you say that. Yeah. <laughs> My spirit is so awake right now. Oh. Why do I do this? You guys make fun of me for looking like a Muppet and then I do it and I like solidify what you guys keep saying. James writes, thanks for all the love. And thank you, James. James, we're, we're super. You did a great job. And you uh, you made Creepy Kingdom proud. So thank you. My um, Lady Macabre writes, don't forget to include Walken's Peter Pan horror, the most frightening e era of your weird and wicked Walken Walpurgisnot. What? Walper Walpurgisnot. <laughs> I was like trying to read it. I'm like, oh, look close. Trying to see it. <laughs> Wow! Now you got names for your different, um, for your different like. Yeah. Oh, what I can't, scare zones. Yeah. So, yeah. Ooh, that's exciting! Like we're really kicking off this business now, huh? Yes. I, I mean, if I think it's gonna sell, I'll partner with you on it. I just gotta see if there's. I gotta feel out if there's gonna be enough interest. Well, let's see if James actually agrees, and maybe he can help produce this. <laughs> this honor. James is like, I stop! You guys just stop talking. Move just, on. Move on I with the show. I bet you 10 bucks he's going to say no. Anyways, go ahead. So I go guess we should move on with the show because that's probably what James is going to tell us to do. Um, we had a cool <laughs> – James said, you were amazing, Milady Macabre. We agree. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so we have classic films that influenced Disney's Haunted Mansion. Yes, we do. That was pretty neat. Uh, it was Audrey Brown explaining how – these three classic films, The Picture of Dorian Gray, Kind Hearts and Coronets, and The Haunting influenced the design and feel of the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland and Walt Disney World. And yep. also, by the way, we were celebrating the 52nd birthday of Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. This yeah. Week. Yeah. So that was fun. A, I think we got a video of that, right? We have a video? Oops. We no, we don't have a video. Do we? Yeah, oh, where we is it? Yeah. HM Films Preview. Wow! I didn't realize I had it in here. I did, awesome. my job, I did my job. You did job. your job. Good job. Good job. It. Let's watch I, it. I deserve a chicken sandwich. Ow. If you have even the slightest interest in the Haunted Mansion, and I know you do because you're here, I think you're going to love these movies, especially if you're a grown-up goth kid like me. Dorian is a beautiful and hedonistic young man who sells his soul to the devil in exchange for eternal youth. An oil painting of him ages in lieu of his body. At the end of the story, Dorian finally looks at his portrait and it ain't pretty. The concept of our true selves being identifiable via magic painting made it to the changing portraits of the Haunted Mansion. It reminds me of the comedic tombstones outside where deaths are turned into funny, rhyming epitaphs. Many people will tell you that dark comedy can feel like a real relief. If you're the type of person who spends a lot of time thinking about death, I spend hours, I spend days. This movie can feel like a real catharsis. That looked really interesting. Good job, good job, Audrey Brown. That's, I, I wanna get to know her because she seems like a cool movie geek. Yeah, movie yeah, you guys could totally movie geek out on that. 
And James, oh. James writes, you earned one chicken sandwich, Sean. And I did. I you earned, earned you earned a I, chicken sandwich that we did not provide for you. You had to get on your own. I, yeah. You earned it. <laughs> but if, if Carlos Menjivar is watching, thank you. He's probably in the other room. In uh, the other room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so warm in here. Sorry. I'm, like, hot. Oh, I turned off my fan. I, I off have my, my AC on, so. but it's, like, way over here. It's just a little unit thing. Uh, uh. Okay, anyway. Whew. Okay, so this is a trailer that I just made you watch because I wanted to see what you thought about it. Um, I'm very intrigued. This We had a trailer that we uh, posted for Mosquito State, which is exclusively on Shutter, August 26th, so obviously yes. coming up soon. Mm -hmm. It says, let me read the description. Um, August 2007, isolated... In his penthouse overlooking Central Park, obsessive Wall Street data analyst uh, Richard Boca sees ominous patterns. His computer models are behaving erratically, as are the swarms of mosquitoes, ew, breeding in his apartment, ew, an infestation that attends his psychological meltdown. I hate mosquitoes so much. Like, I hate I them. Too. I hate them. They make me so angry. And I was listening to John while he was watching this trailer, and he was like, ew, a couple times, too. Yeah. But like, I mean, okay, let me go back to the, let me go back to this shot. A naked man is just watching a bunch of mosquitoes running around in his bedroom. It looks like it's, like, shot really well, though, don't you think? Like, the oh, yeah. trailer and stuff. Absolutely. So I'm like, this is going to be really – it's like a – it seems like it's going to be like what a metaphor. The mosquitoes are going to be a metaphor for something. I don't know. I can't really tell, but that looks crazy. Chicken sandwich. <laughs> and it's available to watch on Shutter, August twenty sixth. My lady, <laughs> Madame, mommy, my lady, Macabre writes. Oh no, thank you. No more mosquitoes. There are too many already. I know. No one needs to be breeding mosquitoes in the apartment. We have plenty of mosquitoes. I have plenty of mosquito bites on my legs that I got yesterday that I was like, I don't even know how I got this. I had like bug repellent on. Please. They're, they're enjoying your gams. It's because I'm so sweet. Moving right? on to the next topic. Excuse you. <laughs> wow. Okay. Love Let's you. dive in to an interview that our editor-in-chief, Kayla Caldwell, did with Adam Rodness and Stuart Stone of Faking a Murderer. So Faking a Murderer. You've heard of Making a Murderer. <laughs> yeah, I, and you've I heard of Borat. I have. And Kayla says, well, Faking a Murderer is the mm -hmm. mashup of those two concepts, mm -hmm. a documentary for a killer that never was. And these are the, she interviewed the stars and co-writers of this. And they basically had a bunch of people that they were working with believe that this was a real serial killer they were following. So like Perfect. a lot of the crew, most of the crew and staff and people that were being interviewed, like totally were not in on it, on the, on the joke. And yeah. hence faking a murderer. So I you like can... It. Read Kayla's interview with them about um, what they were, you know, how they pulled it together, what the concept was, and why. Because <laughs> I'm kind of like, I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet, and I'm planning on watching it. Um, Mostly because of this interview that Kayla did with them. It made me more interested in it. Yeah. Uh, I have a hard time watching, like, shows where... 
the audience isn't in on it or like the the people and like um let's see what am i trying to think? impractical jokers joe loves that show okay. and i love it too except i feel bad like i'm always like did they go back and apologize or those people had to know right they definitely had to sign a waiver or something it's not like when people are getting pranks yeah, pulled on them i always feel like bad so yeah, they always got they always got to know unless they don't want to be filmed. They always blank their face. Yeah, off. exactly. Right. So that's sometimes I have a hard time watching stuff like that or Jackass mm -hmm. and stuff where I'm like, oh no. So I, I that's why I was worried about faking a murderer if I was going to be bummed out for everyone that thought that they were following the serial killer and like doing some good, you know, changing yeah. the world. <laughs> right. And then to find out it's all fake. Mm -hmm. um, anyway. you know, where is it? Um, where is it showing? Is it a digital or a streaming or, you know? No, I am not sure how to watch it. I wonder. Oh, James wrote something right now. Was uh, he right? Was it helpful? Practical Jokers, apologize off camera, which is... That makes me feel better. Thanks, James. I mean, it makes <laughs> sense. I mean, they're not going to just be like, you know, not, they wouldn't apologize because they, they got to, you know. They seem like nice guys, right? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're nice people. If they're watching right now, I'm sure they're nice. Wait. Hi, guys. Hi, Impractical Jokers. If you're watching, I like your show. And I like it even more now that you um, apologize to people after the fact. Or somebody that knows the Impractical Jokers, just letting them know that, hey, just tell them that we like Impractical Jokers. Yeah, totally. That works, too. Uh, it looks like you can watch Faking a Murderer on... Apple iTunes, Voodoo, Amazon Video. Okay, so uh, VOD. Yeah, so there's where it's available. Sorry, I didn't want to leave you guys hanging because I'm sure some of you are interested in about in watching it now, like I am. So there yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, moving on. You're very down. Yeah, I'm very down. To check How it down out. are you? Are you super duper down? Oh, I'm ho I'm hardcore down. I'm down Woo! to the ground. Well, James since you bailed Brown. on hanging out with me today, or, or hang, coming over and hanging out with us, then maybe you can come over and watch Faking a Murderer with us. I'll be more than happy to. I'll even go right now. Watch. Cheers. Oh, bye. See you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I have, have an empty water bottle, so cheers. I earned this Corona. Clinks. I did. All right. Cut. Get that drop. Uh, Disney Plus is planning on launching a new series called Short Circuit Experimental Films. Yes. Uh, that is Walt Disney Animation Studios' innovative and experimental short film program where anyone at the studio, that which is, that's so cool, can pitch an idea and potentially be selected to create their, create their own short. That's uh, cool. This is marks the fifth anniversary of the program's inception and the debut of five new shorts will be on exclusively on Disney Disney plus. That's cool. That's really I know. Cool. I think that's a really neat idea. It can be, uh, I was reading more about it. It could be anyone from the studio. You don't have to be like an animator or writer or anything like that. Like any, so anyone can janitor. pitch an idea. Yeah. You could totally pitch an idea. I think that's pretty cool. Great opportunity. And then also on Disney plus, was Goofy, Goofy is back, uh, and Disney presents Goofy in How to Stay at Home. Actually. a really cute trio of all um, new hand-drawn animated shorts. 
Um, I'll tell you something right now. Uh, I actually saw all three uh, Goofy, Goofy Me shorts. Me too. Loved them. Loved them. Me it's, too. It's... I watched them with my, my mom and Joe um, just the other day, and they like they were so cute. I lo- well, I love I love Goofy's how to mm-hmm. like cartoons. Those are and always I, funny. I love traditional animation, and it's definitely different than the uh, Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. But this is yeah. definitely obviously more uh, old school two D. Yeah, more uh, traditional. And also original design Goofy as well. So I liked it. I I, I liked it too. I actually have like a um, cell from uh, like an art cell from Goofy's How to Fish. Okay. I like that. It's cute. Yes. Yeah, so I like the series. So this is one edition of three more. You can see all three of them separately or you can actually watch all three of them uh together in a five all minute together, which I realized month. because I had watched the first three and then I was like, is it starting over again? And then I realized, cause I, yeah, I, I did the not same paying attention. <laughs> we yeah, discovered exactly. for you guys. And now, you know, you're welcome. So I'm interested. I, I am concerned and interested <laughs> about this part of the show today because it, um, I, you didn't, I don't know. You seem to think that I'm not going to like it. So now it's time for Johnny D's pick of the week. Yeah. Da, 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 da. By the way, my mom hates that picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> she told me, and she did a she did an impression of it. Oh my god! <laughs> you might have to find a new picture because, like, uh, Spooky Mama is not too like impressed by it. Spooky, ma- spooky, scary mama. Spooky, scary mama. <gasps> Um, that you got to meet today and it's yes. literally i'm just like a mini me of her basically yeah it's 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 basically like you in the future yeah and she also has like purple in her hair yes. and also says yay <laughs> it's pretty funny it is pretty funny but anyway she was not impressed i think she i my impression or what i took from that is that she thinks you are more handsome than that photo would um, have you think? Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Uh, yeah. I, anyway, well, know, I'm gonna say goodbye. It's time for you to go full screen and <laughs> talk about this thing that I'm scared to hear about. Yay! Uh, <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Wish me luck. Bye. I'm wishing you luck too. Yeah, bye. Yeah. Bye. But, but hey. Can, bye. Okay. Good. Yeah, we can still hear you though. I know, but I was trying to get off the screen so I could drink more of my beer. <laughs> plug. Plug. Right. Plug. Yeah. Plug. Plug. Nice. Anyway, so today's three of the week is a film called Shh, uh, direct, written and direct, co-written and directed by Jason Rutherford. Here is the premise: If you've ever wanted to kill someone, <laughs> sorry, I just had to. That's the name of the movie. Yes, that is the name of the movie. S-H-H-H-H. I'm listening to you. H H H. If let me start the premise again. <laughs> Sorry, if you ever wanted to kill someone talking or texting near you in a theater, uh, this is the film for you. Harris, uh, played by James Henderson, and his mom, played by uh, Diane Goldner, love the movies, but sometimes other audience members spoil things when disruptive filmgoers start dropping like flies. Harris finds himself confronting his past and questioning his sanity. Yeah, and uh, this movie, uh, yeah, this this movie uh, actually, I'm I'm gonna plug a friend. This is my this is my friend's movie <laughs> that, oh, that okay. he directed, 
And uh, you could just tell by the premise there's a cell phone getting shoved down a woman's throat. And this, All was, right. this was shot actually at the New Beverly and a couple of other movie theaters uh, around town in L.A. Um, and it finally came out last year. This movie was made, I think, in 2018. Okay. Uh, it had a, it had a premiere at Beyond Fest um, at the Egyptian. Um, this, uh, but it's it's basically turn off your friggin' brain and enjoy the crap out of this movie. It is this. It's nasty. It's weird. I don't it's, know why you thought I would be like concerned about it. I do like actually like gory movies. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I would totally <laughs> when I come I just over, don't like eye stuff. Um, I don't think there's any eye stuff in this film. Actually, there, there's oh, suffo- there's suffocations. There's many things, but not like that. Actually, That's pretty cool that it's like taking place like in theaters around the area too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this movie is definitely for guy for people like me who hate people that disrupt movie movie going experiences. Yes, sir. I mean, Ashley and I will talk in movies, but it's always about the movie, and we're not like talking, blah blah no. blah. Yeah, we're but like, you're whis- oh, but you're whispering. That's that, fine. Blah blah that's, blah. Yeah. No, that's normal. But I'm saying, well, like, her boyfriend can't st- you stand even that. So oof. time we've we, the time we times we've gone to movies with him. She sits in the middle and she leans like way over to me, and we'll be like. Yeah, the the whispering's fine. No, I'm talking about people on their phones, people going. Oh my God! Can you believe? And they think they're quiet, but they're not quiet. And it's just—it's just so ridiculous. But I wish I had the trailer for this to show because I'll just say the the opening scene in this film really sold me. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, that's all I'll say for that. But yeah. So I would say this is from Dark Side releasing. The movie's called Shh, literally Shh. Actually, James also likes James White. And we just really, uh, we just annoyed the podcast. I will stop doing it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to our dear podcast listeners. I actually don't think it was just the podcast listeners. You probably probably annoyed everyone. Yeah. I apologize, but it's fun to shush Johnny. And I'm sure you can imagine (laughs) what I'm, you can agree with me. Have you talked to my exes? (laughs) Last night. That was the last one. Does laughing inappropriately in the movies count? Um, depends on the movie. It depends on how obnoxiously loud you're laughing inappropriately. I mean, if you're laughing like Robert De Niro because I've done this, I've done it before. I've done parts that are supposed to be serious and I'm just like because <laughs> it's so, done so cheesy. Or... I, mean, I mean, look, I've that gotten was the me. giggles before. I mean, that was me with the uh, the third Fifty Shades of Grey film. I could not stop laughing because that film is god awful. Oh, and the Twilight. Why did you scenes. see that? Because I had a free movie ticket and I had nothing else to do. And I also, was going to say, but why did you see that still? Because I just wanted to see how bad it was, and it was horrible, and I walked out. It was free anyway, so it's not like I paid for the screening. Um, all right, all right. Yeah. But anyways, Shh is out on Blu-ray. Go to darksidereleasing.com and go buy yourself a copy. It comes with a uh, Blu-ray and DVD. No, actually, it comes with two Blu-rays. Sorry, one for the movie and then one for the bonus features. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, and it comes with commentary uh, by my buddy Jason Rutherford, uh, who, again, co-wrote and directed it. And uh, da, 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 just trying to see a couple more things. Beyond Fest Q&A with him uh, when they premiered it, as well as behind-the-scenes and outtakes and an exclusive New uh, uh, Beverly Cinema documentary. That's, that's on cool. As well. And let's see. 
James writes, I busted out laughing during the climax of Joker. Oh, God. And James also writes, I love it, by the way. Oh, he loves the Joker. Sorry. Uh, anyways. How were you laughing during that? I was crying. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I won't, I won't tangent off. It's, yeah. Is that the conclusion of your That is my your fancy segment? Yes, oh, it is. Oh, my mom does not approve of that photo. You're going to have to find a new one. For, for anybody... For anybody listening to the podcast, the uh, can can you describe the uh, the photo, Sarah? Well, Johnny's making a really weird face with like his tongue hanging out the side of his mouth, and his eyes are closed, and he looks like he's going to take a really sloppy bite of the cheeseburger that he's holding. Yes, and now the and now the ending theme. Did it? Did did it? Do. Wisdom Reality. There we go. Well, <laughs> thank you, Spooky Spooky Scary Mother, uh, for, for making me feel a little more handsome than I <laughs> am. Uh, hey, I wanted anyway. to bring up something that James had said. Oh, okay. Well, he said, Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse has new episodes. They have a ton of Haunted Mansion and horror references. Yeah, they're super. Some of them are super creepy. I love them. Like, I'm really, really oh, enjoying them. I know what you're talking I just saw the, the first four or five episodes. Again, mm -hmm. I love that show very much. And the uh, what he's talking about is, I guess, the first episode of the newer that just came out a couple of weeks ago, I think. Um, it has, uh, what's his name? Jeffrey uh, Comedian Jeffrey Ross playing one of the, uh, one of the, the, the main ghost oh fun uh the roast master general as he's uh as he's called um yeah and then um there's another one um crap that i really want to talk about for the winter world of mickey mouse that's the uh, uh the, oh they're in this island and they're trying to uh to escape this uh storm that's coming out coming from the distance and all these trees they think that all these trees and birds are trying to block them from doing it but they're just trying to help actually build a better tiki Aww. uh tiki hut it's really it's a, it's a well-written show the animation is just bonkers and just the, the the voice the voice uh the voice talent is incredible on this show and yeah it's really well done i think it does the original cartoons justice I will give the show too much high praise. Like I yeah. love Wonderful and Mickey Mouse. Like I mean, look, I know I I I I am always like talking weird stuff about Disney Plus and all that sometimes, but no, there's certain things that I love about Disney Plus, and that's one of them. One of their yeah. original shows. Love. I love, agree. Love Wonderful and Mickey Mouse. But anyway, so hey, what's how? Hey, look, hey Sarah, what's happening in the Creepy Kingdom? Well, aside from everything else we already talked about that was happening in the Creepy Kingdom. Yes. Uh, we're still doing our throwback post to celebrate 10 years of Creepy Kingdom. Yeah. So let's look at the latest collage. And this is the year 2018, and this is the first year I joined Creepy Kingdom, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. So, yeah. Go ahead. What do you guys okay. see? What do you guys see? Back on March 24th and 25th of 2018. We documented a massive gathering of Disney cosplay at WonderCon in Anaheim, California. You can cool. even spot Creepy Kingdom's very own shadow person, Tanisha Burks. Tanisha. And we, were, we just saw um, Shadow Man like 
uh, Dr. Facilier, a really good cosplay today that Tanisha and I were just talking about at oh, yeah. uh, Awaken the Spirits. Yeah, oh, in, saw, the, oh, in the Lovecraft Lounge. That was like, oh, that cosplay was amazing. Loved and it. We, and I saw that. Actually, I think when I when I was walking with Tanisha, I think I saw that that same character as well. Probably. It makes sense that she would point, point it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then let's see, in April 2018, while at Spooky Empire in Orlando, Florida, uh -huh. Creepy Kingdom's Grant forever pledged his allegiance to Hong Kong Disneyland's Mystic Manor by getting the attraction's main character, Albert, permanently inked on his body. And it's a very cute tattoo, you guys. It's so for those of you adorable. that can't see it, um, it's adorable little, little portrait of Albert, the monkey, uh, which yeah. is, he is the... The whole story of Mystic Manor, if you're not if you're not aware, which I'm sure you, most of you are, is kind of revolves around him, and instead of um, it being haunted, so he's kind of more causing a little bit of chaos, and uh, yeah. there's magic, but there's not hauntings and spirits. So, yeah, okay, okay. fun stuff. Fun. And then, gosh, we still have we have a lot to talk about as far as like haunts and immersive events and stuff. There's been a lot of news coming out, so let's uh, move on over. Well, He's I've got a lot of stuff to talk about in Orlando, which you know, I'm kind of makes me kind of grumpy, but yay for the Orlando people! Yay, grumpy. yay for you! Grumpy, <laughs> so grumpy. No, yay for you. There's actually a lot of cool things to talk about. So. Yes. Uh, the Haunted Road drive through Haunt returns to Orlando this fall. That's and right. basically, here's the story. Noticing that last year's cast and crew were constantly discussing bizarre happenings, the team did a deep dive into the area's history and discovered that the site is truly haunted. So through trial and error, the Haunted Roads team have t learned how to disrupt these spirits and conjure up on-demand ghost sightings for visitors to witness. In addition to encouraging frequent ghost sightings along the roadside attraction, enhancements have been made for entertainment purposes. So okay. I am interested, I'd be interested for someone to give me some feedback on what they believe to actually be the real ghost sightings there that they're right. talking about. But, yeah, I'd be very interested to see it. So anyone that makes it to the Haunted Road, let me know what you think. Admission to the main experience starts at just $15.99 per person. And it takes place primarily from within the vehicle. And then there's also an optional outdoor add-on excursion called the Barnyard, located at the end of the road. So just for an upgraded ticket. Okay. It looks like it's going to be pretty fun. Uh, they are trying to... They're just, they took a lot of feedback from last year's event that they got and are really trying to improve the event and yeah. sounds like trying to really tap into the location. So that's great. Should Very nice. Fun. Tickets are on sale now. More yeah. information on creepykingdom.com. Of course. As always. As always. Then let's see. Uh, horror troupe Phantasmagoria returns with a new show called Dark Carnival. They were actually uh, debuted at Orlando's MegaCon, which was another huge, huge, huge convention uh, in the Orlando Convention Center uh, this last weekend. And we had yeah. people from our East Coast team over there hanging out, covering it, having a blast. Mm -hmm. So this, anyway, this horror troupe, uh, had a new show that they debuted there called Dark Carnival, and okay. it was a mini incarnation. It's 
they basically have very, the, I liked the concept of how they were doing it. They have various lineups for the show each time as acts are decided by the spin of the carnival wheel. So basically assortment of performers will be in each day and have been asked to have multiple numbers prepared should they be called forward. So there's just a bunch of performers and they literally spin a wheel and someone has to pop up and do their show. I think that's pretty crazy. A little well, bit chaotic and that's pretty awesome. Well, that sounds like a, uh, a scream. It's a, ooh, you're funny. Ah, scream! Sorry. <laughs> wow. Okay. I see how it is. Sarah. So the troupe currently has over thirty members, and they oh, are wow. continuously are continually adding projects. Uh, more information about the uh, Phantasmagoria on mm -hmm. creepykingdom.com. Uh, yeah. uh, Lady James actually wrote a bunch of info about them. So thank you for Lady that. James. Yay. And then oh. another piece from Lady James, James you have Dillman. To say, you have to say, like, Lady James. I don't know if Lady James wants me to say her name that weird. So I'm just going to no, say it. Lady James, also no. known as, well, James Dillman, also known as Lady James. So we don't get right. them confused on the podcast. I don't anyway. Know you, I, say, I don't know how you get them confused in person. That, yeah, if you're just saying their name <laughs> on the podcast. Uh -huh. trying, to, trying to help our podcast listeners out because we appreciate Sorry, you. podcast listeners. <laughs> so it's she did fine. an interview with pa Patrick Brayard of Hollow Scream. Scr wait, mm -hmm. Hollow Scream and Hallow Scream and Stream and the card game Oh the Horror because oh, this guy horror. does a lot of stuff. Uh huh. So he is heading up SeaWorld's first year of Hollow Scream, reworking Scream and Stream. It's a lot of streams in there. And launching a new card game that's called Oh, the Horror. He is doing a lot, a lot of stuff. And there's an interview with him on the website by Lady James. So if you want to dive into more of those events and the card game, then check out her article. Yeah. Yeah. Busy man. Yeah. Busy man. The what? What? Am I, I echoing? You broke up. No, you. I think you broke up. Did I? I think you did because um, no, 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 you're I'm fine still now. now, though, right? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. I'm just saying, I think you broke up uh, a second ago. Oh, you're just, just you're just, I'm just proving that I, that I wasn't broken up. <laughs> anyway, <All right>. moving <sighs> on to the next, maybe I relaxed topic. too long before the show and now I have to be crazy again. You gotta, you gotta put a pep in your step. Well, you know what, well, you know what it is, is that I had, like I said, I had Olive Garden, and then that's all the carbs, and so now I'm like all like, woo, crazy on like carbs. <laughs> that's right. You're I'm never eating Alfredo. Yeah, you're never eating pasta bowls and you soup and salads and breadsticks. I didn't eat my salad. It's in the fridge. I skipped the salad. I ate the breadsticks and the pasta. Sometimes you know. I say I'm gonna eat the salad later, and I don't eat the salad later. And you know what they say, you don't make friends with salad. Exactly. <laughs> I've made some friends with salad. Ashley likes salad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, let's bring her out right now. Hey, hey, Ashley. <laughs> Poor thing. She was so busy because she also works for Midsummer Scream. She she, she got to the venue at 5 a.m. this morning because KTLA was covering the event. So, yeah. That's the 5 a.m. She said it was still dark outside while they were trying to figure out the locations they were going to. So that was a little chaotic. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. 
What? James said, I love your salad song, Sarah. <laughs> I'm glad you liked that. That's like really? the, that's my I'm telling on myself kind of song where if you sing it, then it doesn't sound as bad what you did. Right. <laughs> well, we have some theme park news to talk about as well. We do. As always. Knott's Scary Farm revealed returning mazes for the 2021 season, including Pumpkin Eater, oh. Origins, The Curse of Calico, okay. Dark Entities, The Depths, Dark Ride, Waxworks, and Paranormal Inc. Oh. Yeah, those, those guys. Yeah, those. We have more information on the whole announcement on creepykingdom.com, including scare zone and show announcements. But yeah, I wanted to, let's see. I'm not sure if you, you know, everyone that's been to Knott's Scary Farm is probably, obviously has seen some of these mazes. Let, let me know if, what your favorites are. My yeah. favorite right now is probably out of those Dark Ride. I loved Dark Ride. I'm so glad that it's coming back because I never want them to get rid of Dark, Dark Ride. That one is amazing. It's amazing. And then the only one I didn't like was Dark Entities. So if it's coming back, then like I hope they make it cool. I was being really um, grumpy about it the last couple years. And I always like to be have constructive criticism so i would like to see it improve but yeah james says yay dark ride and waxworks oh yeah and waxworks was great there's a i think uh, well i went that year with james and kayla and we loved waxworks there's a really cool like mannequin with this these crazy like beeswax um honeycomb like wings and it was all messed up oh it was such a good maze and also this is when the event that James realized uh, how fun it is to go through haunts with uh, Kayla and I together because that was our first time going through together. Mm. And we scream bloody murder at everything. You would have no idea that we're actually really, truly enjoying ourselves uh-huh. when you're actually running through the maze with us. But then afterwards, we're like, yay, that was so fun. Oh, my gosh. Did you see that part? That was so cool. But during it, we're like, ah, ah. Ah, like freaking out. So <laughs> James spent a majority of the time laughing at us. Oh, I hope, I we, did, I hope we didn't ruin the scares for him by by uh, making him laugh the whole time. Yeah. But yeah, it was really fun. I, I'm actually really excited about most of these rides or these mazes returning. And I see, I feel like Knott's has such detailed mazes that I see something new. If I see the same maze again... I see something that I didn't see the last time or like they tweak little things or there's a scare that I know is coming and it still gets me like in Shadowlands, one of the older mazes, yeah. there was, I knew exactly what was going to happen right where it was going to happen. And I screwed when it happened. So I love it. I'm so excited to go to scary farm again this year. I'm really happy that it's returning. Yay. And finally Yay. we have a, uh, this is the one I'm kind of looking for, which I hope we can all kind of get together on with this one. The Universal, oh wait, it's Orlando. Ha, <laughs> never mind. Universal oh. Orlando unveils the final lineup of unfathomable terrors for Halloween Horror Nights 2021. Well, you know what, Johnny? I wish that we could all get together and go to Orlando sometime. Hey, Creepy King, do you want to send me to Orlando? I will go yep. cover the event for you. Yeah, James. <laughs> yeah, James. Yeah, yeah James. Yeah, James. 
I'll Jane. come to the event. I'll write all the good words. I'll take all the good photos. And I, I really want to go sometime. I've never been to Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando. And I, I know it's known. next level. I I was trying to figure out how to pull it off this year. I'm thinking maybe next year uh, yeah. we'll be able to go maybe for Joe and my uh, wedding anniversary. I can, that'd be a good, good excuse to spend some money and go there. But anyway, a lot can of great announcements. You can, if you can fit in my luggage, you can come. Um, give me, uh, give me like at least two months, and I can totally fit into anybody's luggage. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wait, hold on. I have to judge our our sweet dear Tanisha really fast. Yes, Tanisha said, "Sadly, still have never been to Scary Farm." Tanisha, I haven't either. You drove up Tanisha. here for, you drove up here for Midsummer Screams, Awaken the Spirits. You got to drive up here for Scary Farm. You just got to do it. You got to do it. It's reasonably priced, and there's tons to do, and you'll love it so much. And then you'll come back every year. Tanisha, you got to come with me because again, I haven't gone to Scary Farm at all. You yeah, know, he so. hasn't done anything. He does not know. He's the film guy on the haunts girl. Like that's that's the way it is. That's why the show works so well. Yeah. <laughs> Besides yeah, the right. fact that we're awesome. I and think. then Tanisha writes, creepy tour. Yeah, creepy tour. See, like we just gotta do it. We gotta do it. I gotta go. Because then, okay, let me tell you about all this. Yes. Oh, okay, there. James says creepy tour Orlando fall twenty twenty two. All right, so that means he's yeah. paying for the whole thing, right? Thanks, James. Woo! Gotta win the lottery first. Take all our dumb butts there. <laughs> but so anyway, what I'm trying mm -hmm. to say is there's lots of great announcements. So there yeah. are five original mazes. Let me read a little bit about them. Yes. Step into the notorious Halloween Horror Nights town of Carrie and relive relive its most horrifying haunts over the past thirty years. Welcome to Scary Horror in the Heartland. And then. Follow in the footsteps of a legendary paranormal detective on a ghostly mission in Case Files Unearthed, Legendary mm -hmm. Truth. Ooh. Or you can become entangled in the sinister roots of Halloween and the wicked growth, Realm of the Pumpkin. Ooh. That one sounds like a like a Dungeons and Dragons game or something. Yeah. <laughs> and you could fall victim to a fiendish theater troupe in puppet theater, Captive Audience. Who doesn't like puppets? That's like our that's like our friends that watch the show to support us, captive audience. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uncover the darker side of a seemingly innocent ritual in Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. That's creepy. I'm already down. Like, I'm I'm already like freaked out by like Tooth Fairy stuff. Let's like they did that what? at um, Not Scary Farm before, and it was super creepy. But you wait. know what? You know who really would not like that? What? It's Joe. Joe hates like teeth. <laughs> there was a booth at at um the event today that had like fake bloody teeth that you could buy. And yeah, I was like, Joe, way. look, Joe, look, Joe, look. And he's like, stop, like the whole time. And Tanisha writes that she is down for a trip to Knott's this year. Let's go. Let's, let's go, do let's it. Go, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. And you know, what's fun is not scary farm is something you can do more than once in a season and still like have a ton of fun. True. And then, okay. Back to what, I was talking about this. Uh, these five original mazes join the already announced mazes of Netflix's Haunting of Hill House, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Beetlejuice, Universal Monsters, The Brightest Frankenstein Lives, and Halloween Horror Nights icons captured. And reminder, this is all at the Orlando location. Yes, not not us. <laughs> not us. And then there are uh, scare zones. Scare zones. 
the ones that we have right here on the on the, on the exactly. screen. Exactly. Enter the monstrous universe of iconic horror stories from Crypt TV. Mm-hmm. Attempt to escape the frights of scare zones past in 30 years, 30 fears. Ooh. Resist succumbing to an alien cyber regime overtaking a future dystopia. Wow. And seek and destroy. Jeez. Sounds really brutal. Flee the wrath of the Terra Queen and her rooted evil plans in Gorewood Forest. And then witness a box office slash, in quotes, in lights, camera, action, Eddie's Revenge. Uh, And this is all celebrating 30 years of Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando. Wow. I can't believe it's been 30 years. I mean, I'm, I'm like, it's almost been around as long as me. Yes, you are a young baby. We know that. I'm not I'm, a young baby. You're 30. Five. 35. Oh, really? Oh, crap. I thought you were 30. Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> Johnny. I knew I loved you for a reason. I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to play favorites, kids, and people listening to the podcast. I really, for a second, I thought she was 30. Because I'm, I'm the, I, I feel like I'm the, I'm the, the senior veteran of the Weekly Creepy, so. Our senior citizen. <laughs> okay, don't get too too pushy on that. No, uh, because I'm going to be 37 next month. So, <gasps> when what day of the week is your birthday on? That's a good question. Let's uh, let's look in my. Because I mean, either uh, way, we'll celebrate it. Oh, creepy here. And then we're going to have special guest celebrities come in and you like pop Vacation and Joe and Spooky <laughs> Joe and Cowboy <laughs> Joe and Hufflepuff Joe. Joe. <laughs> my Magic Mike Joe. Magic Mike Joe. That's for your private show afterwards. If, if, if Joe's watching, your present. Magic Mike Joe. <laughs> it, actually, oh my God! It lands on a Sunday. Yes. Wait, unless you're doing something more fun, but like I yay. But uh, oh, James, thirty-seven in a row. I get it. I don't That's get all. It. Have you seen Clerks? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, I don't get it. I always hate it when you guys have your little inside jokes that I don't understand. No, I mean, look, if you've seen Clerks, you understand the reference, right? I do now, now that you oh. referenced it. Okay, good, because I don't want to explain the reference on a PG-rated show, on a PG-rated live show that the kiddies are watching. James! Strike one, James. Strike one, James. <laughs> How refreshing did that feel to say, Johnny? I uh, I feel you're weird. like oh I feel so good you're like glowing now you're just like yes <laughs> I'm a man <laughs> um anyway so uh excuse me is that your phone going off in the back I have no idea but anyway so we got scare zones actually yeah so that's wow that's that's it's little... funny to say that's it but that's it but yeah, look at how much we just more. talked about that's insane there's so much going on there. I I will make it I will make it one year I will make it to Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando we'll all make it one year maybe at the same time that would be ideal that would be amazing oh look at someone's LOLing James says LOL I earned a strike and he uh, accepted his strike too there there we go he accepted James, his strike as well is what I mean not too I think it's because I also made him an awesome video Nice. Earlier, earlier today, I still need uh, to check that out. I didn't. I didn't watch it yet. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I'll text you the video because it's probably easier for that. But uh, it's it's it, I, it's worth watching. That's all I can say. And James, uh, 
All I can say is, James, we're proud of you for earlier today at the Midsummer Scream. And I hope you do more panels to get more Yeah, you did. A, and- yeah, I hope you do more because you did a great job and you're knowledgeable and mm-hmm. you're engaging to watch. So, yay. Absolutely. And so on that note, I think uh, that should do it for this week's episode of the Weekly Creepies. Yeah, now it's time for us to go back to sleep. Knockout. <laughs> We're all going to knock out. So. I know I'm going to be asleep by like 10 p.m. here. I don't know. It's fun. It's because my mom's staying. She, my mom leaves tomorrow. And okay. I feel like it's so hard because this week I've been so tired and I wanted to like stay up to entertain her. And I'm like, can I go to bed? Like, I'm sorry, mom. Yeah. She's like, no, it's fine. I'll go to bed too. And we're like, okay. And we've been waking up early and doing fun stuff. So yeah, it's just been exhausting. It's been exhausting. And we're watching Halloween three right now. So we're in the middle yeah. of it. So I think I'll, maybe we'll wrap that up and then I'll go to the, bed. The best Halloween. I do. I do really like it. I don't know if it's the best Halloween, but I, it, it's, it's a really good Halloween. I, mean, I still got- am really sad that they what? quick tangent. Yeah, I'm no, really we, sad we got- that they, did what they like they that they thought to do that and market it as a Halloween or like make people confused like that and make them disappointed to where this movie didn't get the recognition it deserved for a long time. See, I mean now now is- more so it's it's you know mm-hmm. it's like a cult classic kind of thing. But I feel like it's like who thought that was a good idea to be like this is the same you know it should have just been marketed as like from the same people that brought you this like here's See- this. It's That's called different. marketing. Sarah, but it was it's bad called, marketing. I know. Well, here's the thing. Like, what I what I would have done at least, it should have been called Halloween Season of the Witch. You know, and so every movie, every year when they were supposed to do this anthology, it should be Halloween da 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 da. Halloween da 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 da, you know, instead yeah. of Halloween three. They should have just put Halloween dash dash whatever the title is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Friday the 13th, the series. It's it's stupid to call it Friday the 13th, the series, because there's no Jason whatsoever. Well, there's the no series. Jason in the first one either. <laughs> well, yeah, in a way. But the point is, is that at that point, Friday the 13th. You're expecting a certain thing when you hear Friday the 13th. And it's yeah. like disappointing when, when that's not there. Exactly. And it's versus, um, it's like versus letting it stand alone, stand up on its own and just be a good standalone show or standalone movie when audience are expecting expecting something like that, sometimes they get let down by it. So Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um that was my quick little tangent. I just had to bring that up because I, I feel like the movie it's sad that that movie start like initially did how it did. And one more thing, but uh, but yeah, Friday the 13th series is a is an anthology series. So every week it's a new it's a new tale, a new story, and it takes place in like some type of a antique store where every antique uh, object tells a story, and that's basically the entire series. I can't remember the name of the specific maze, but that reminds me of a maze I really liked at Fright Fest at Six Flags, where okay. you went into like an antique shop, mm-hmm. and then the different artifacts had like different stuff going on or whatever but it was really yeah. it was a fun concept that's cool um but yeah so that should do it this week um man it, we did it we we did a whole day of of midsummer scream and then still did a whole weekly creepy i'm pretty proud of us yeah now high it's five. time now it's time for high, us to, high, here you go high, high five slap yay slap and now and now it's time for us to say good night 
I was trying to think of some, if there's some little jingle about like saying goodnight or something that we could make creepy. We'll have to do that in the future. Like, oh. now it's time to say goodnight to our creepy friends. I don't know. Uh, it's a work in progress, you guys. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, don't forget, you guys, that you can watch us every week on the Weekly Creepy. It's weekly, yeah. you know. And it's YouTube creepy. And Facebook. Sundays at 7 p.m. We just did 8 p.m. tonight because we were really busy earlier today. It's usually Sundays at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. And for those of you listening to the podcast, thank you so much. And don't thank forget, you. you can join us live as well and Please hang out do. in the comments and chat with us and keep us entertained. And with that, I will say until next week, I hope everyone keeps it creepy. Au revoir. This podcast has been a production of the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network. Executive produced by James H. Carter II and Ryan Grulick. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. Until next time, this is Hannah reminding you to keep it creepy. <laughs>